show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Are you stressed? Let's be honest, most of us are. Online therapy might be able to help. Visit betterhelp.com super and stress, well, less. Hey, brother. Oh, man, you guys. Fantastic Beats. Secrets of Dumbledore is just a couple of weeks away, which means at long last, we may finally have some answers to our many, many theories. And it is a long time coming. I mean, it's been four years since the last movie, and it was, you know, chaotic at best. Nonetheless, I'm not sure we have ever studied one movie more than Crimes of Grindelwald to try and make some sense of it. But it turns out that one mystery, possibly the biggest secret eh, of them all, has maybe already been revealed in the trailers. Like, if you know what you're looking at. Which I'll be honest, I'm kind of glad they're going more subtle this time because the big reveal in the trailers last time was Nagini and they were just very on the nose about it. But the secret we're examining today is who and or what Credence's true identity is. And is he actually a Dumbledore the way the last movie leads you to believe? Because in case you need a recap, here's what we know. Aurelius Dumbledore. I like to think he took a really big breath, like, Aurelius Dumbledore. That's it. That's literally the only indication we've ever had in anywhere in the Harry Potter canon that Dumbledore had a second brother in addition to Aberforth. And like, tr trust us, we've looked a lot. Either way, the solution might be right here in this scene where Dumbledore is holding Credence down using the Deluminator of all things to like blast light out and rotate them back into the real world. While brief, there is a lot happening in that scene. And today, we get to the bottom. Before we dive on into today's video, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, HelloTushy.com. Well guys, spring is upon us, which means it's time to dust off the cabinets, clean out the fridge, and of course, refresh our rears with a brand new bidet from HelloTushy.com. Because after a cold, dry winter, there's honestly no better way to put your cleanest booty forward this season. It's, it's best foot forward. Best foot. Foot foot doesn't even arrive with booty. That doesn't even make sense. Put your best booty forward. I stand by it. No kidding though, you guys. I have both my home and our office outfitted with Hello Tushy bidets, and I cannot tell you how much comfier and cleaner it feels no matter the season. Really, just after a few minutes of installation, it'll start cutting down on your toilet paper usage by 80%. That's saving you money, paper waste, and a dry rear. Plus, the installation is so easy, you can do it yourself. It attaches directly to your existing toilet without the need for any additional plumbing or electricity. Just trust me when I say that having a bidet is seriously a life changer and you will not go back. And right now, our viewers can head over to hellotoshi.com super to get 10% off their order and free shipping. Join the over 1 million people who've decided to take care of business the cleaner way. Head over to hellotoshi.com super for 10% off and free shipping. Link is in the description down below. I'll tell you what guys, the more we learn about the powers of the Deluminator, the more I'm convinced that Ron was somehow actually the main benefactor of Dumbledore's will. Because if we're being real, Hermione got a book. And while a golden stitch might seem really cool to us muggles, Harry basically got like a wizarding golf ball. Which, to be fair, also did have a Deathly Hallow in it. But also, also to be fair, it was only even accessible when Harry was facing inevitable death. So really short term enjoyment factor. Also, based on everything we know about the Resurrection Center, probably wasn't even that enjoyable to begin with. Anyway, the Deluminator. Let's review. First, and really not so foremost, the Deluminator has the unique ability to put out the lights by sucking up particular light sources. And whilst this may seem like pretty trivial magic compared to some of the other magical things we see in Harry Potter, make no mistake. 
turning out the lights is actually very unique, very difficult magic. Like weirdly, there are no spells for this. Like, yes, there is Nox, which turns off Lumos, but that's all it does. It just turns off Lumos. It doesn't actually put out other lights. And while it's never addressed head on that this is something that's like really difficult to do, we do see the character struggling to get around this problem in other creative ways. Like for example, when Malfoy is trying to smuggle in the Death Eaters to Hogwarts, he has to make use of the Peruvian darkness powder. This does create darkness, which is the desired effect, but again, it does not turn out the lights. Moody also borrows the Deluminator from Dumbledore at some point, suggesting he has some mission where he'll need to achieve complete darkness, which he's unable to achieve on his own. Even Invisibility Cloak suggests that wizards have trouble turning out the lights. They can make wizards blend into the light, but they can't turn it off. And you might think, well, like, so what? Dumbledore invented a bit of unique magic, whatever. We already know Dumbledore is a really powerful wizard. Do we need, like, further proof? I mean, remember we made this big ring of fire? Like, he's on his deathbed, basically, in this scene. This is what he's doing. No one's surprised they can turn out the lights. My point is, you should be. But we all just gloss over it, except for maybe Arthur Weasley, who's like really interested in plugs. He's kind of onto it. Sneakily though, in the first Fantastic Beasts movie, there are actually a lot of like hidden Deluminator answers. Like check out this scene of Credence in full cloud mode, just floating down the streets. Like notice anything unusual? Yes, good eye. The lights are going out. And it's not because he's destroying them or like breaking the power breakers or something. It's just because He's near them. This is the only other time we see some piece of magic putting out the lights. It almost makes you think the Deluminator must have an Obscurus or a piece of one inside it because like otherwise, how else is he putting out the lights? Okay, but so then would Dumbledore have ever had access to an Obscurus? <laughs> oh wait, yes, his sister almost definitely had one. In case you need a refresher, an Obscurus forms inside of a wizard as something of a magical parasite or tumor when they are forcibly repressing their magic, which is exactly what Ariana was doing after she got assaulted by three muggle boys as a child. It destroyed her what they did. She was never right again. She wouldn't use magic, but she couldn't get rid of it. It turned inward and drove her mad. It exploded out of her when she couldn't control it. And at times she was strange and dangerous, but mostly she was sweet and scared and harmless. It seems to me quite possible that at some point, Albus tried to remove the Obscurus from Ariana. And while I don't think he was successful in removing the entire thing, I think he might've been successful in removing a piece of it and containing it inside of the Deluminator, thus creating the light dousing effect. Interestingly though, we do know of a different wizard who is more skilled than Dumbledore in this regard. And that is one Newt Scamander who successfully removes an entire Obscurus from a Sudanese girl. Well, unfortunately the girl didn't survive, but he did get the entire Obscurus out intact. Ironically though, the very answer to this question from Grindelwald. What makes Albus Dumbledore so fond of you? Might be literally right there in the room with them. Not that Newt has any idea. I really couldn't say. But that brings us to the next power of the Deluminator, which was discovered by Ron in Deathly Hallows. After Ron abandons Harry and Hermione, he immediately regrets it, but unfortunately has no way of relocating them once he's left. Until that is about a month later when one of them finally says his name out loud again. Once they do though, he can suddenly hear their entire conversation coming out of the Deluminator. And if he clicks it, a small orb of light will come out 
out and enter his body right next to his heart. And after it's done that, if he apparates, the orb will actually bring Ron to them. Very powerful, but also very unique because it only activates if the person you love says your name. And honestly, I think we can take it even a step further than that because specifically, I think it has to be whoever your heart desires most. And what I mean by that is that like, Ron obviously also loves the rest of his family, but I don't think his mom or Fred and George or Ginny saying his name would have activated the Deluminator. It feels very tied to the Mirror of Erised in this way, which also shows you your heart's desire and happens to be owned by Dumbledore. In fact, Dumbledore even chooses the following quote for his mother's gravestone. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. With that in mind, Harry also eventually concludes that what Dumbledore would have seen in the Mirror of Erised was his family together and whole, and that's where his heart was. But that quote also describes how the Deluminator works. Ron's treasure is his relationship with Harry and Hermione, so the Deluminator can take him there. And I feel certain that if Ron had looked in the mirror at that point, what he would have seen was Harry and Hermione. In fact, we don't even need to wonder because when they open the locket, Voldemort in the Horcrux basically confirms this for us. I have seen your heart. That said though, we actually do get to see what Dumbledore sees in the Mirror of Erised during the Fantastic Beast era right here. And guess who it is? Grindelwald. Which, uh, hold on, can you play back that scene from earlier? Albus Dumbledore. Albus Dumbledore. Albus Dumbledore. Dumbledore has the Deluminator at that point, and his heart's desire is Grindelwald. And Grindelwald says his name out loud. So, shouldn't Dumbledore have been able to hear the rest of that conversation? In fact, doesn't he go on to answer this very question? What makes Albus Dumbledore so fond of you? Right to Newt's face? Do you know why I admire you, Newt? Ah! It's as if he heard the whole thing, because he did because Dumbledore has a very secret spy weapon. Interestingly, on this exact note, Grindelwald refrains from saying Dumbledore's full name throughout all of Crimes of Grindelwald. He gets really close at one point right here, but instead he flips it and makes Crow say it. Help us Dumbledore. What is that guy's name? Crow? Crawl? Crawl? Either way, it makes you wonder, does he know Dumbledore will be able to hear him if he says his name, or is he just getting really lucky by avoiding it? Anyway, the point is, the Deluminator can bring you to the people you love. And, apparently, as of the last trailer, into some kind of mirror-verse? The non-being, that's what we were calling this place, the non-being. The non-being, that's what I'm going to call the inside of the mirror-verse. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's right here in the trailer where Dumbledore is fighting Credence. But if you look at the signs in the background, for some reason, they're all like reversed or mirrored. But then later in the same fight, we see him using the Deluminator to like exit this scene. Which like not for nothing, but hey, look, it's the Deluminator and mirrors. Again! Honestly, it's no shock though, because a couple of weeks ago we made a video here on the channel about how did Dumbledore ever put the Philosopher's Stone inside the Mirror of Erised? To which the one sentence answer is, with the Deluminator. I'm not even sure that was a full sentence. But imagine for a second that Dumbledore is holding the Deluminator and staring into the mirror. He sees himself surrounded by his family, together and whole, and holding the Deluminator. And then he says his own name out loud and clicks it. Where would it take? Our theory, which feels pretty confirmed by the trailer, 
is inside the mirror. And I assume he did something very similar to hide the stone in the mirror. Like maybe he saw himself hiding the stone in the mirror and that's how he got in. From which only someone true of heart could ever retrieve it. Someone who wanted to find the stone, find it, but not use it. Full video by clicking the card. But are you starting to see like how your heart and the mirror and the deluminator are like constantly connected? But that brings us back to our question from the beginning, which is probably why you clicked on this video. How does this confirm who Credence is? Let me walk you through it. We know Albus will be visiting his brother Aberforth during this movie. Aberforth, who is perpetually hung up on the death of their sister, Ariana. And given the rise of Grindelwald, Grindelwald's involvement in Ariana's death, Ariana's portrait hanging in the pub, I can only guess what the topic of their conversation is gonna be. Actually, side note, in the trailer, we also see Aberforth getting a secret message in a mirror. Regardless, I bet after talking to Aberforth and further considering the overall evilness of Grindelwald that the true heart's desire of Dumbledore might shift from Grindelwald to Ariana, which would then make the like transportation function of the Deluminator kind of useless because Ariana couldn't say his name. Unless Ariana had an Obscurus and Credence is a very unique Obscurus because he's lived longer than any before him. But he's also very powerful and Grindelwald for some reason thinks he's a Dumbledore. Ariana means silver and Aurelius means gold. And we know the Philosopher's Stone can turn metals into gold and give you a body. Is it possible that Credence is the human form of Ariana's Obscurus? Because then if Dumbledore saw Ariana in the mirror, but Credence said his name, could he hear him? And if you click the Deluminator, where would it take him? Well, to Ariana, of course, because she's the one in the mirror, but not to Ariana because Credence is the one who said his name. So to Credence, but in the mirror, which is exactly where we see them fighting. So God, maybe we're not even seeing like a real fight between the real Credence and Dumbledore. Maybe it's much more like Dumbledore's battling his inner demons. But you know what? It gets even better because Credence hasn't said Dumbledore's name the entire series so far. In fact, it is likely he doesn't even know the significance of the last name when Grindelwald tells him at the end of Crimes of Grindelwald. But you can bet he's gonna say it now because I feel pretty Pretty sure that he's gonna be very curious. Who is Albus Dumbledore? <laughs> but Ben, my question for you and everyone else is what do you think? Is Credence the reincarnated philosopher's stoned version of Ariana's Obscurus? Does the trailer confirm it? Let us know all your thoughts in the towel section down below. You guys, as always, thanks so much for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Harry Potter action from us. If you wanna see our full video determining how Dumbledore put the stone in the mirror of Erised, you can check that out right here. But otherwise, Ben, until next time, I will see you in another life podcast.